0: It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for the program, the Executive Director of Radio Talking Book, Jane Nielsen.
1: Good afternoon. And today is Friday, so we have a community conversation. So we have two very special guests in today from an organization that I've heard a lot about, and we actually had this on our calendar pre-COVID. So we've been waiting two years to hear from these folks, so I'm so excited. It is Brad Murrens and Sharon Ohmberger, is that correct? Yep. They are with Disability Rights Nebraska, out of Lincoln. So, welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks, Jane.
0: Thank you for having us. Glad to you be here.
1: bet. You bet. One, uh, whichever one wants to start, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, sure. Well, my name is Brad Murins, and I am the public policy director at Disability Rights Nebraska. Disability Rights Nebraska is the designated protection and advocacy organization for persons with disabilities in Nebraska. Uh, Federal law mandates that all the states and territories in America have a protection and advocacy organization for persons with disabilities in their state. And so we're the designated protection and advocacy organization for Nebraska our sort of simply our charge in a simplistic form is to protect and to advocate for the rights of persons with disabilities here in Nebraska. Uh, and we engage in that in a couple of different ways. We have a, a litig- we have the, the legal side, we have attorneys on staff that will, you know, engage in legal uh, advocacy. And we also have a corresponding uh, legislative arm to our advocacy, and that's where I, that's where I, I fit in. So mm-hmm. we work, work with senators, both at the state and the federal level, to try to make policies and legislation that's beneficial for persons with disabilities.
2: And I'm Sharon Omberger with Disability Rights Nebraska. I am the Community Engagement Director at Disability Rights Nebraska. I've been with the organization in one capacity or the other for 23 years, but mm-hmm. the Community Engagement Program... Is new just within probably the past three years. And so, excuse me, my job is connecting people and finding out where our mission overlaps the missions of other organizations and then connecting those organizations so that we can collaborate and have a, a greater impact on behalf of
1: people with disabilities.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Sharon, do you go out and do a lot of presentations then? I had been. <laughs> oh, pre-COVID, of course. <laughs> yes, sure, yes, sure. I had been, but
2: uh, one of the things that has been beneficial uh, from the pandemic, if I can say that, is our increased capacity for video mm-hmm. connection. Because before that, I I had a phone call from a former board member back in March before we shut down a year and a half ago, and she said do you know what kind of video platform people are using because I'm looking for a way to make my meetings easier? And I said, gosh, I don't know. I've heard about this thing called Zoom. Mm. You might want to check that out. Mm -hmm. And now it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And Mm -hmm. so what's nice is if I see somebody listed or I meet somebody virtually through email, we can just set up a quick meet and see if there is... A connection to be made there, and then we
1: can pursue that in person. Mm-hmm. There have been some good things that have come out of the pandemic. As I told you earlier, how we transitioned to remote readers and how everybody used Zoom and everybody that I know, no matter what industry they're in, unless it's hands-on, uh, is able to do their job over Zoom and help their clients mm-hmm. and patients or customers, whatever. So we there has been some good. Uh, how long has that agency been around since 1978. So, but you're a government. You're part of the state government, correct? No, we are oh, not. You're not. Okay, we are an independent nonprofit
2: organization. Oh. Um, we, and on occasion, end up suing the state of Nebraska. So there oh. is a necessity for us to be um, separate, mm-hmm. because we also provide some um, oversight of. We want to make sure that people are living. In situations that are not, um, that don't put them at risk, Um, abuse and neglect is our main charge. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's how the protection and advocacy systems really started out was because people with disabilities, people with developmental disabilities Mm -hmm. were being abused and neglected. And so that has expanded over the years to include people with a mental illness and then people with any kind of disability, People with traumatic brain injury. Then we've also moved into uh, voting access issues, um, social security return to work issues. So we, if if we have people who have returned to work and then end up with an overpayment or something like that, sometimes we can help uh, resolve that situation. And then our most recent, well, assistive technology is one of, another one of the areas that we um, we help people with, if especially as it regards the Lemon Law in Nebraska. Nebraska has the Lemon Law Mm -hmm. that um, if you have a device that's um, bad, that you have recourse, and so we help people negotiate that process. But uh, most recently we've started uh, working with a grant through the Social Security Administration that has us coming in and, and making sure that the people that are handling money for people with disabilities, are not abusing that
1: that mm-hmm. job, that mm-hmm. privilege. So. And guardianships are those set up through the state, or can they be set up pr- on a personal level as well? Those
0: are independent.
1: Yeah. Those are independent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and that's a and that's a very hot uh, topic right now in the disability community is the use of guardianships. Uh, and the use and the preference uh, for what we call plenary guardianships or full guardianships as the sort of norm, as opposed to having alternatives to guardianship in terms of either having a limited guardianship, whereas the guardianship you know, uh, powers don't uh, seep into every aspect of the individual's lives, but they may need help with this, they may need, they need assistance with that, so the you know, guardianship coverage only pertains to those areas in which the individual needs help and not to every situation in the individual's life. And we're also, you know, looking at trying to increase awareness of and bring in um, more use of supported decision-making as a concept to to be an alternative to those full plenary guardianships so, so that individuals can have a more selective a la carte menu, if you will, uh, for assistance rather than having the uh, guardian have full control over all aspects.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's another, you know, interesting development within the disability community that we're excited about bringing, uh, bringing more into the play into Nebraska.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have offices across the state then, or
0: our main office is on 13th and N Street in Lincoln, and then we have a satellite office in Scottsbluff, Nebraska. Oh, okay. So, so we are we bookend the state.
1: You do. Well, and that's... we
0: are, yeah, and we are a statewide agency. So if there's an issue in Alliance, we have authority to go deal with that. If mm-hmm. uh, if the issue is uh, in Omaha or Scotts Bluff or Franklin or any other place, you know, we can go and, and see what we can do to help out that situation.
2: Okay. And we are one of the one of the only organizations. We are the only organization that. Um, is allowed to go into facilities. Mm. Um, we don't require if there is court order, correct?
0: If yeah, if there's a suspect of abuse and neglect or something that's going on, we we have the authority to go into facilities and investigate and examine and and, and look at those issues
1: mm-hmm.
0: as a, as the protection and advocacy organization. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have some unique uh, access rights mm-hmm. into those facilities.
1: Is there, like, a legal thing you have to do, legal paperwork? Do you have to bring in?
0: Boy, that's a, that's a question for the lawyers, I think. Okay, yeah. that, is, yeah, a, that is a question yeah, for the lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. So, you
1: don't, so you have lawyers that work with you, yes. or you as well? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. If okay. yeah. we
0: just make sure that, you know, I don't want to speak for them because that's, that, that's not my bailiwick. Right, right. I'm yeah. sure that there's something.
2: Yeah, yeah, but that access authority is unique to the protection and advocacy mm, system. Okay. So every protection and advocacy system in every state mm-hmm. has that authority. Um, our legal legal services range everywhere from uh, self-advocacy support to advice to full-on litigation to um, class action. Fortunately, we haven't had to, to employ that whole range very often. Uh, we try and resolve things at the more personal end of the range before mm-hmm. we... Mm-hmm. go for the, you know, pull out the big guns. And, mm-hmm.
0: you know, and, and the, the premise of, of those of that work is the rights of an individual with disabilities has to be sort of paramount. So, for example, um, while a, you know, the, we are limited uh, to what we can do in terms of our uh, activities by the federal law that creates and, and, and pertains to those limitations. So, for example if a person with a disability comes into our office and says, I want to get a divorce. While that person has a disability and all that, that's not a type of law that we can, that we will practice. So what we will do is, you know, we can't help you with that because that's not in our purview. Uh, but what we tend to, what we, what we tend to try to do is then say, well, well, we can help you find, you know, we can help you get a list of individuals in your town or in your city or your your area that do that kind of work, but we wouldn't take. So it has to be. We are have a very selective um, uh, issues that we can take on and, and act in those sort of ways. We we have a little bit looser. I don't want to say looser, but a little more flexibility in terms of topic areas in the legislative area because those issues are very diverse and so. But again, we you know stick to those issue areas that are you know very direct. It, uh, affecting people's civil rights and human rights in in terms of disability. Mm-hmm.
1: An example from what you're talking about, I had somebody in here one time for an interview that was, uh, or actually it was a presentation at Eastern Nebraska office on aging. And it was the fact that when you go into a facility as a resident, you do not lose your rights, that's, no, correct. that's correct. And I I'd never thought about it that way. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same when you go in the hospital. You think you have to do whatever they tell you to do, and, and you don't. So mm-hmm. that is, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people know that. No. No. What are some other examples of just uh, cases or examples so our listeners would understand the type of work you do?
0: Well, I think well, on on the legal side, I think an example was our work with uh, in the Argani case. There was an issue around um, accessible technology uh, and um, the denial of <clears throat> the denial of that technology to an individual who was uh, in uh, a, in uh, medical school.
2: Mm.
0: So it's around access to public accommodations. It's uh, around access to accessible technology. Accessibility uh to the community, those sort of issues. There, you know, of, of course then abuse, neglect, those sort of issues are right in the, the heart of what we do mm-hmm. uh on the, on that side. And again, I, I you know the I, I would suge- I would suggest looking at our website. For you know that might be a good place to get some more information about some of the class action work that we've done and Mm -hmm. the filings that we've had and the court cases that we've that the the small number that we've done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, In terms of that, in terms of the legislative piece, um, I'm happy to report that we just uh, had were successful in getting Legislative Bill 323 uh, passed in 2020. That that bill would make changes for some necessary reforms to the Medicaid insurance for workers with disabilities program or the Medicaid buy-in program. That program allows individuals with disabilities who want to go back to work or who are working, uh, they can make up to 250% of federal poverty and not lose their Medicaid benefits. That's huge. Yeah, because uh, we found in our research, and it's not just us, uh, that we found that the Potential loss of Medicaid or health benefits, Medicaid in particular, uh, is a major disincentive for persons with disabilities who utilize Medicaid to go back to work. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're looking at workarounds with that. We've been uh, we've brought legislation or brought the idea to senators to fix some deficits and some loopholes uh, or admissions in our civil rights statutes in Nebraska. Um, So and we you know when we have a a wide variety of issues that we deal with uh, in the legislature. But again, those are all circumscribed by the idea that it has to be a rights-based issue Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and it has to kind of fit within the purview of our organization. Mm -hmm.
1: Sharon, anything to add to that? Yeah, I was just thinking about
2: when you asked about uh, major legal initiatives. It's been a few years, but one of the larger cases that we worked on was Elizabeth M. And it was through the Lincoln, well, through the regional centers, through the state mental health treatment centers. um, There were a number of women who were being um, sexually abused and harassed by both uh, peers and staff. And that that was a long case of it took a lot of work and a lot of effort and a lot of courage on behalf of the women who were there to stand up and continue to tell their story, even though people discounted them, just saying, well, she has a mental illness, she doesn't know what she's talking about, mm-hmm. that we were able to make some changes that still have um, still have an effect today. One of those was what used to be called the Women's Council and is now called the People's Council and it allows people who are receiving treatment there to get together in a group that's not, um, how do, how do it's, it's a group that allows them to voice their concerns without being penalized for them. So it brings some of those things to light before they have a chance to get worse. Mm-hmm.
1: Or without making a complaint, say, that then doesn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before I forget, do you want to give out your contact information? I copied down some stuff from your website, uh, but phone, the phone number and email on the website, is that, is that the best way for people to contact you?
0: Uh sh- yeah, I think there's a there's a variety of ways we can be contacted. We're at www.disabilityrightsnebraska, all spelled out.org. .org.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we have a toll-free number statewide. It's 800-422-6691, and that's an, uh, that's statewide. Mm-hmm. If you're in Lincoln or you don't care about the area code, our, our other number is 402-474- 3183. If you need to reach uh, me, it's Brad, it's my email is brad at d-r-n-e dot org.
1: I wrote down the wrong letter. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's brad at yeah. D-R-N-E, D-R-N-E. d-r-n-e dot org. Okay.
2: Conversely, Sharon... S-H-A-R-O-N at D-R-N-E dot org. Okay. So, and we are, we are happy to uh, provide information or speak at four organizational meetings, any of that, mm-hmm. if people are interested in what we're doing. And those, those presentations can be tailored too. So if your organization is, is specific to Um, say employment issues we can we can work with that or if your organization helps people with mental health disabilities we can tailor a presentation to that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
0: and there's a lot of information on our website we have uh, there's a there's a way for if you want to reach out to us we have a contact button in contact box there uh, on our website so uh, if you you know want to reach out to us at two in the morning when our offices are closed and there's a there's a site on our website where you can type in what your request is yes. if you need to request from us then we that will come into our general email and then we'll send that out to our staff that responds to those requests and all that uh, if someone has an in, has a, an issue where they think that they we might be of some help we <clears throat> have open phone lines from 8 a.m to noon our case advocates uh, we'll answer those, take those phone calls from individuals that call in from 8 a.m. to noon Monday through Friday, uh, and we all. There's also the the, the contact button on our website. Mm-hmm. We have our emails, and then um, and if that even if that 8 a.m. to noon time won't work for people, we always say, well, let us know, and maybe there's a time when we can schedule something that works best for you because we want to get we want to hear what the issue is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if we have to do a little extra work and arrange that, then that's what we'll do mm-hmm. uh, because that's what we're here for. Right. Uh, to take, you know, comments and, and uh, hear from the public about what's going on and seeing if there's a way we can help. Now we, I can't, you know, we can't guarantee that we'll be able to help everyone on every issue. And we can't guarantee that it will rise to a federal case or will rise to a bill in, in our, in my world. Uh, but, you know, I th- we've built up enough contacts and enough networks in our staff that, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, probably a pretty good chance that we know somebody or we can help in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, our motto kind of is, if we can't help you, we'll help you find someone who can.
1: Well, that's good. That's excellent. Do you have, there probably isn't a need for like, an, there's no 800 number. This isn't like a crisis type thing. That
2: is correct. Okay. We don't we don't have the capacity to respond to mm-hmm. Um, crisis situations
1: okay do you work with law enforcement the only i'm thinking the only way that we
2: work with law enforcement is sort of collaborative collaboratively in terms of either training or we have had in the past um, law enforcement agents come to us and say i've seen a situation where there is some really egregious things happening please can you check this out
1: hmm. okay
0: yeah but in terms of, of you know reporting people or or doing that no i mean yes i mean no we don't wouldn't do that uh, again i think sharon's right and what we've worked with so sort of agencies before in terms of training or increasing awareness uh, that level on the policy level mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but in terms of that, uh, no.
1: Maybe.
2: Okay. And we, we can also provide, um, we can also work with people if they need, uh, sign language interpreters f- to do an intake, or if we do have, um, a staff person who speaks Spanish. So if Spanish is your first language, um, we can work something out there so that you feel more comfortable in, in, Telling us about your situation.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think another another interesting thing, uh, a, a piece of information, or a place where we can get some really good information on our website. Uh, in particular, we have what we have the law and brief series, which is basically well, those are great. Yeah, those are basically a one to three page sort of like frequently asked questions about a particular legal topic. For example, we have a law and brief that our legal staff have put together around what does is, what is Title I of the ADA mean, what does Title II of the AD, Americans with Disabilities Act, what does that mean, what is it, how does it apply to my world? So, you know, Title Three of the Americans with Disabilities Act, we've got a, a, a long read about service animals. So there's a wide variety of topics that our legal staff have worked with me and our other staff uh, to put together a, sort of like a, a kind of breakdown down the legal issue or, uh, for people uh, we also have our um, list of our priority bills on the legislative front and not coming, turning to my world now. Uh, so we will take around 20 to 25 le- pieces of legislation every session. Uh, we'll take about 10 of those. will be high, what we call, what we call high priority legislation. So we will go in and, or I will go in and testify on the bill and work behind the scenes and kind of, you know, work a little bit more on that bill. Uh, and those are all listed on our website and we'll list out what our testimony is and any other pertinent information about these pieces of legislation and kind of outline and give a, an update of what's going on in the legislature and why we think these bills are important and what our position on these bills are. Uh, and, you know, any information that people have, I'm all ears and I'm, I, I'm always a sponge for information. So those I think were are really good places to go on our website. We also uh, have a blog on yes. the website, yes. Sharon? And then Sharon's the keeper of the blog. Well, let
2: well our, our, we're always looking for guest bloggers too. So if you have an interest in blogging and you'd like to uh, say something about the disability rights world or talk about a disability rights issue, I hope you'll reach out to me. Uh, we usually try and keep them to 500 words or less per entry and try and do one or two a month. So we have uh, six or seven, I believe, staff members on the blog team right now, but uh, we're always recruiting uh, guest members as well. Mm -hmm. But Brad, I think we need to talk about the internship too. The public policy and be- before oh,
1: okay. you leave that topic, would they just reach out at one of these other contact informations about the blog? Any of the any of the phone numbers or okay. they can email me at Sharon S H A
2: R O N at D R N E dot org. Okay. And you know, you can you can pitch your idea and I'll take it to the team and we'll see what we think and if there's a way we can incorporate it, we'd be happy to do that.
0: And kind of in a similar vein, one of the things that I, I that we do on the public policy side mm-hmm. is that you know we have set aside time and effort uh, to help individuals with disabilities become better advocates themselves. Mm. Uh, so you know we really encourage individuals with disabilities to to raise their voice, to to have their voice be heard, and we you know we are. Uh, uh, an agency that, that can help with that. Uh, so I have time in my work plan to help people, you know, develop testimony, develop a letter to their senator, uh, you know, and help fashion and help create that p- a position. Or I And I always say, I won't tell you what to say, but I'll help you put it in the right format. Yeah. Or maybe help jog your an idea to help kind of create uh, that sort of confidence to go and speak your truth or, mm-hmm. you know, speak – your experience mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and provide that input, which we believe that the lived experience of individuals with disabilities is uh, a key determinant of how successful things will be, mm-hmm. uh, and that. Uh, we need to include the voices and perspectives of individuals with disabilities when they're planning things, when we're setting out to do public issues or public policies, or to make a statement. We, you know, we think that that's really it's an important perspective that needs to be included in that mm-hmm. development. So right. we're we're all, I'm I'm always ready, willing to help individuals. You know, let the senators know what's going on. Let you know, help with put things together for a council meeting or mm-hmm. whatever. So we're always happy to help them whatever way we can.
1: Does the c- city council in Lincoln have l- like a disabilities committee or commission? I know they have one in Omaha.
2: I know they've got the, uh, we've worked with the Lincoln commission on human rights. Mm, okay. Um, but that, I'm not sure if there's a disability specific commission or not. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You know, I had to admit, I don't know either. Oh, and I'm sorry to admit that. Uh, the Omaha Mayor's Commission, mm-hmm. I've, we've spoken to them mm. uh, many times. Uh, okay. So we're f- very familiar with them. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, now you have some homework. Well, yes, you can go home and I create have, that. Yeah. As if, I, as if I needed more homework. Yeah, I know, but that's I, right.
0: I I'll I'll gladly take that. Sure. That's, sure. That's a good. Or
1: home. you can delegate. Find somebody that you know could do that for you. Yeah, but in, James, if you your...
0: knew me, you know I don't delegate very well. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's a problem.
0: I'm learning. I'm learning. That's I'm
1: good. That's good. So, do you collaborate or work with any government agencies, like state
0: agencies? Uh, quite a bit. Okay,
1: yeah. can you talk uh, about that a little sure. bit? We, we, We've only got a couple minutes left, at, so yeah,
0: we part, we partner and collaborate with the Division of Behavioral Health. Um, we, we we meet and talk to those those individuals in that agency quite a bit. Uh, we are also on calls with the Division of Developmental Disabilities. We work with them uh, and have a good relationship with, with that division. Uh, we were, we've worked with the Medicaid division on how are we going to implement and get these improvements to the Medicaid buy-in program because it's their mm-hmm. when we, and I'm happy to say they've been very happy, they've been very helpful with us uh, to make those reforms. So yeah, we, we work a lot with the state agencies. Okay. Yeah.
2: And then there's the Nebraska Developmental Disabilities Network, which is uh, the Monroe Meyer Institute mm-hmm. and the Developmental Disabilities Council and the protection and advocacy system. So mm-hmm. we're all part of that.
0: And, Excellent. Uh, uh, I'm on the, the, there's the statewide ADA task force. We have a statewide ADA coordinator that we were uh, helpful with in kind of pushing and creating that office. So I'm on the ADA task force. Uh mm-hmm. And so we're all, we're heavily involved in a lot of those task forces and meetings and, and, and the and work groups and the Olmstead mm, planning sure, committee, sure. yeah. you know, When in. And so, yeah, we're, we work with those agencies quite a bit in a lot of, in a lot of different areas that kind of, and, and that may be more, I work with those folks a, a lot, mm-hmm. uh, I I can't speak for nobody else, but I know I'd work with them quite a bit.
1: Okay, great. Well, we are out of time, so thank you very much, Brad, for coming in. Brad and Sharon, both of you. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Jane. You're
0: very welcome. Thank you. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community.